So every summer, uh, Robin and I uh, and our kids try to get away, and we have a spot in Florida that we go. Uh, her parents have owned a place down there for a number of years, and we love to go down. And you know how when you have a place that you, you return to on a regular basis, how when you get there, you can just let down? Like it's just, it's just so relaxing and you just, it's like you, you pull in and you just exhale. That's what this place is for us. And we've been going since the 90s and it makes me sound old, doesn't it? Since the 90s. Um, we've been going since the 90s and I mean, we flew in and her parents live there now. And so we have this small little place that we're all packed in, but there's still something just about that place and it's, and it's sacred. And we get there, we can breathe we can unplug and rest. And I'm reminded every year how important that is. And I snapped a picture um, to, that right here on the coast, this is the sun setting, um, just off, this is off Sarasota uh, where we go. And I love to take pictures when I'm there and kind of sneak around. And I'm one of those nerds who, that you see kind of next to the water, bending down, trying to get the angle just right. You know what I mean? And the sun at the right moment and all those. You can make fun of me later. I don't care. Look at the picture I took. And um, one of the rhythms that we have when we go there is uh, we, go to, we go to dinner early. You can call us old if you want. We go to dinner like at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I know. You get better deals. It's awesome. And we go to dinner. We come back, and we, um, Robin and I will often take our, our beach chairs down, and we set them up on the, on the shoreline, and our kids will swim or kick the football or fight. And um, we sit there, and we just watch the sun slowly creep down. And it's, it's hard to explain um, for me, what it does to my soul. And I'm reminded every year how important rest is. That's built into every human being. Do you know that? You need to rest. And you need to slow down and take a breath. And you need to trust that God is bigger than whatever it is. You know, this year's been crazy, hasn't it? This last year all the division and the, all the things that are going on. And, and it's so important to shut that stuff down and just breathe. When I'm down there, I'll often, um, in the mornings I'll get up early before the kids get up and I'll go on a walk or go for a run. And, and I think about like the last year and I, and I try to reflect on, on where I am with God and with people and all that. And it, which is an important practice for me as well. I think it's important for all of us to have those times of reflection. And I realize oftentimes that I've gotten out of rhythm with God. You ever find yourself feeling like you're out of rhythm and you're out of sync, you're out of step? And, and there's times that I try to incorporate practices in my life to stay in step with God. And then, you know, life happens and Everything is going on and it's chaotic and it's like, oh, sometimes I lose those practices that keep me in sync. And one of the practices I used to um, do almost every morning, for a couple of years I did this, was I repeated this psalm as a prayer. And this is how it went. And I realized I've kind of gotten out of the habit of doing this. And I was reminded for some reason this year of, of this. 
God, you are my shepherd. And I have everything I need. God, you let me rest. You, you give me green pastures. And you lead me beside still waters that bring peace to my soul. You renew my strength. And you guide me along right paths which brings honor to you. And God, even when I walk through the darkest of moments, I don't need to be afraid because you've got me. You're close beside me. And God, you prepare a feast in front of me in the presence of my enemies. Like you've given me everything that I need. You provide what I need among my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. God, surely, as I walk through my life, your goodness and your unfailing love will continue to pursue me to the very end. And then I'll get to go home. Like that, was, that was my practice for a couple of years. Isn't that a great prayer to begin a day with? To take Psalm 23 and to reset our lives on, on God as our shepherd. And I started thinking about all the other things that try to shepherd us. Now, I might make some of you angry here for just a second. But I think about all the other things that we, we allow to shepherd us in life. And I think about social media and how sometimes social media and the people we follow become our shepherds. And I think about ways that we allow other people other groups to shepherd us and to mold us. And I started, I started thinking about how when, when we allow those other things to shepherd us and to lead us and to guide us, it leaves us empty and wanting more and angry at one another. You know what I mean? It leaves us like worn out. But when God is our shepherd... how we find contentment and peace that passes all understanding. And, um, you know, everybody has things going on in their lives. You have things going on in your life. We have things going on in our lives that are really tough. We have family members that are in difficult places we're trying to navigate those things and we have things that pop up that happen. There's no answers to and people that we love. That, um, darkness tends to surround those, those people in certain moments and 
And God is the constant that promises us contentment and rest, renewal, his presence, his peace. I kind of feel like a used car salesman right now. <laughs> but I mean, is it unbelievable the benefits that come with following our Heavenly Father? Is it unbelievable the goodness when we allow God to be our shepherd and we, we aren't sucked into the other arenas of life that are shaping us and molding us? Um, I wonder if you'll read this with me. So this is Psalm 23. And uh, even our elementary students who are in the room, I bet you guys can do it better than the parents, the adults, because you all tend to have a boldness about you that we need to learn from. So can we read this passage together? You guys, will you help me? Everybody? All right, here we go. Let's give it a go. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Ah, what a great psalm, prayer, statement, commitment. I, um, I was writing um, some thoughts, as I often do, when I read a scripture that catches me, and, you know, and I, I started to write this from a different perspective, and I wonder if any of you could relate to this. This idea sometimes that um, we find ourselves uh, falling into. Here it is. I am the captain of my own ship. Sometimes I have what I need. Have you ever felt like that? Oh, captain, my captain, myself. Sometimes I have what I need. I'm always moving, and I don't have time to rest. I find ways to get it done, and I get it done. I hope I'm doing it right. When I find myself in a dark season, I wonder why God is silent and nowhere to be found. However, I'm well acquainted with anxiety and fear. Anyone? I thought there might be an amen to this prayer at some point. You know what I mean? Like, we get well acquainted with anxiety and fear. To be honest, I feel all alone, and I'm spent. And I heard there was a misspelling right there. That's my fault, sorry. Oh well, it's because I'm too busy. I'll grab a bite to eat, 
I'll try to sleep, and I'll do it all again tomorrow. And maybe one day I'll find some peace. Have you ever felt like that? Maybe you've been taught that. You are the captain of your own ship. Figure it out. Get it done. You can sleep when you die. You need to burn it at both ends. Get moving. God has built into each one of us this, this rhythm, this need for rest and replenishment. And what's interesting is when God is in the right place as a shepherd, those things come naturally. And we find this unexplainable joy and fullness to life. Um, I was mentioning this, the benefits of following the good shepherd. Contentment, rest, strength, guidance. This is all found in Psalm 23. Uh, Peace, comfort, provision, honor, goodness, love, hope, and home. Does any of that sound good to anybody in the room today? Okay, I want you to do something with me. I want you to pinpoint one. I want you to zero in on one that might sound particularly good this morning to you? Like, what's one thing that you just, oh, if you could just get a little bit of that? And I'm going to take a risk. I did this in the first service, and it was an awesome response. We'll see if you guys can jump in as well. I'm going to count to three, and I want you to say it out loud, like the one that you have in your mind. Now, don't change it. Some of you are changing it right now. You're like, I don't want to say that out loud because I don't want the person next to me to hear what I'm going to say. Like, don't do that. Like, what is the thing? Because I believe that sometimes God raises to our minds and our hearts the actual thing that we need. And sometimes speaking those things helps us focus on the shepherd's provision. So here we go. You ready? I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. Contentment. Oh, that was of you guys. I thought this morning when I decided to try this, I thought for sure, like, it would be silent. Like, no one would say anything, and I'd have to, like, talk you into it and guilt you into saying something. That thing, whatever it is, the one that you said, that thing that you said, God wants you to have that. God God wants you to experience that. God wants you not just to experience it, but to live in that. And when he's your shepherd, when he's my shepherd, like that contentment, that peace, that goodness. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that just jump out of me at this passage. You know, when it says that God anoints our head with oil, that's such a weird thing for us. Like, what does that even mean? Have, like, did you wonder that when we read it? Like, what does it mean that he anoints our head with oil? Uh, in, the, in the Old Testament, there was this, this thing that happened when you would anoint someone's head with oil. A lot of times that meant that there was honor being given to that person. Did you know that God delights in you? God delights in you. I mean, we say it all the time that he loves you, but he doesn't just love you, like he enjoys you. He delights in you. And when he anoints us with oil, the picture that that's painting is that God honors us. Like he, 
which is a weird thing to say. Like he, he enjoys us. He anoints us with oil. He shares his goodness with us. His rod and his staff, they don't just bring comfort, but they bring protection to us as his sheep. And then he prepares a feast for us in the presence of our enemy. Doesn't that sound funny? Like, what does that mean that he prepares a feast for us? It means that God provides a feast more than you could ever imagine at a table and that God wants to dine with you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to be with you at this feast even when you're surrounded by people that you think hate you. God is a good shepherd and you can trust him. So um, I want to close with five things we can do to follow the good shepherd this week. Five things that you can do. I want to give you five ideas. Maybe one of these um, will hit you and nudge you in a certain direction to give God his rightful place in your life, to allow him to be the shepherd. And some of these you're going to expect and you'll roll your eyes and you'll think, oh, of course you said that. But I just want to give you five things and maybe, like I said, one of them you want to write down and think about. The first one is this. Start each day with prayer and scripture. And I know this is the thing that you, you look at and you go, well, of course you're saying that. We're at church, and it's what we're supposed to do. But there is something about grounding ourselves in the truth of God. And I've said it. Um, we keep talking about it. On your phone is an app called Uversion, the Bible app. And it's free. There's a church in Oklahoma that's made it free to the entire world. It's in so many different languages and, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of downloads. And, like, in the morning, so many of us don't know where to start when it comes to the Bible. All you have to do is open that app. Let that be the first thing that you open, not your text, not the weather. It's not going to rain ever in Arizona anyway. You don't need to know the weather. Not in the news app, not social media, none of those things, like, Click that you version, and the very first thing that pops up is the verse of the day. Like, start your day with the truth of God. Now, try it for a month. And if you don't feel like it's doing anything in you, I mean, I wouldn't want you to quit, but if you feel like God isn't, like, working in you, then set it aside. What have you lost? Like, commit to it for a month. Start the day with that. And if you don't know what to pray for, Use Psalm 23. God, you are my shepherd today. I want you to be the, the guide. I want you to be the leader of my life. I want you to be my shepherd. And I trust that you're going to give me everything that I need. And I need some rest today, so give me some rest. Or I need some guidance today, so guide me. Give me some peace along the, the streams. God, it is a dark moment right now in my life. Please help me know that you're with me. Like, protect me and comfort me. God, I have people all around me that I feel like are after me. Like, prepare a feast for me, like you promised. Like, use that as your prayer every day. Psalm 23, just use that as your prayer and see where it takes you. So start each day with prayer and scripture. Number two, um, take time to rest and be renewed. Take time every day and every week to rest and be renewed. 
Um, there's all kinds of studies about how important sleep is. Did you know this? Like, there's more and more every, seems like every year that come out that talk about the importance of rest for the human body. It's been, like it's been built into us a, a need to sleep. Prior to the 1950s, did you know that um, most Americans, like they averaged, I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's somewhere like 10 hours of sleep before the 50s. And since then, our average is down to, I think, just under seven hours. That's a big difference. And because of it, we have physical challenges in life because we need sleep. We need sleep. We need to shut things off. We need to close our eyes, and we need to rest. So do it. Rest. So it's, um, you know, for the Jewish people and uh, ancient Israelites, do you know when their day began? You know when they, they considered their day beginning? At night, when the sun went down. And they began each day when the sun went down, trusting that God would keep the world going, and they didn't have to. Oh, do we need to be reminded of that? That God is God and we don't have to be. Okay, take time to rest and be renewed. Number three, always choose the next right thing. When God is our shepherd, he will guide us along the right path, but we have to choose to do the right thing. And the more you choose the right thing, the more that you will hear God's voice in your life and you will be able to follow the paths that he puts in front of you. So whatever the next right thing is, choose it. Do it. Today. Tomorrow. Choose it. All right, number four. In times of darkness... Trust the one who promises to be near to you. And like I said a couple minutes ago, we all walk through darkness and moments of life when the diagnosis comes or the person that we've loved walks away and we thought they would always be there or we lose the job or you know, something. There's darkness, all of us. In those moments, choose to trust the one who promises to be near to you. Like lean in to that God. Now this fifth one, um, I heard this phrase a while ago, and I just love it. It's, uh, it's now the, the name of a, of a book by Louis Giglio, who's a pastor in Atlanta. I heard him say this uh, a few years ago from Psalm chapter 23, and a friend had used this, this phrase in a conversation with him. He said, Louis, you got to stop giving the enemy a, a seat at your table. Isn't that an interesting thought? we got to quit giving the enemy a seat at our table. God prepares a feast for us. It's for you. And so often, you know, we're surrounded by others and enemies, so often we give them a seat at the table which turns our attention away from our shepherd and onto our enemy. And listen, that enemy wants to destroy your life. Did you know that? And you can choose not to give the enemy a seat at your table. So don't give the enemy this week. Don't give the enemy a seat at your table. And you know what the enemy looks like in your life. It looks different for all of us. We all have the enemy. 
Don't give them a seat at your table. Um, God desperately, desperately wants to lead us to life. He doesn't want to take life from you. He wants you to know the very things that you want. He wants you to know peace and comfort and rest. God wants you, he wants me to have a home with him forever. Why wouldn't we allow him to lead us? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we allow him to be our shepherd? Would, would you stand with me? And we're going to sing one last song. And um, I'm just going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to voice a prayer for us. And maybe this, in your, in your heart and in your mind, this would be your prayer. Um, it's a prayer about making God, allowing God to be the shepherd of our lives, to be the center of our lives, to lead us and guide us. So God, we, as we read Psalm 23, we're reminded of how good it is to have a good shepherd. So God, you are our shepherd. And with you, we have everything we need. Give us rest in green meadows. Lead us beside the peaceful streams. Renew our strength and help us see the right things to do, which will bring honor to your name. And God, when, when we walk through the darkest of valleys, which all of us do, some walking through right now, remind us, help us know you are present with us. Protect us and comfort us. God, as you prepare a feast, help us to remain fixed on you. And God, surely your goodness your unfailing love will continue to pursue us throughout our whole lives. And then one day, we'll get to go home. Thank you for your love and your promise. In Jesus' name.